Well, the fact that the Maldives has actually confirmed that there is a Chinese spy ship headed to Malay is a very significant admission. It comes at a time, and this was a statement that they issued, it comes at a time when there's a great deal of tension between New Delhi and Malay. Now, what exactly are we talking about? We're talking about this Chinese spy ship. It's an oceanographic research vessel. Essentially, it maps the seabed, which would therefore enable the operation of Chinese submarines. It came through the straits over here, and it is headed to Malay. It's expected to dock in Malay on the 8th of uh, next month. Now, why are we concerned about this area? Well, there's Hambantota, Karachi and Djibouti, three areas of Chinese influence in the Indian Ocean region. Let me explain to you what we are specifically talking about. Firstly, this is the ship in question. Indian Navy sources telling us that they are monitoring this Chinese ship, which is now in the Indian Ocean, 4,300 tons. But the point that I was trying to make was actually a little bit about the area. So let's take a look first at Djibouti. This is where China has its first overseas military base. This is a satellite image of the Chinese base in Djibouti. Again, an area where they're seeking to make their influence. There have been warships which have been deployed over here. Let's take a look now at uh, another area, and this is Hambantota. Let's focus on Hambantota in Sri Lanka, where the Chinese have regularly deployed spy ships as you can see in this image over here an image from a little more than a year back of an advanced chinese vessel which could actually monitor indian missile tests so that's in hambantota and again let's just go back over here take a look uh, and take a look over here at karachi which is of course a long time partner of uh, china's and over here you've got just a picture one month back of three chinese warships uh, which have actually been exercising with the Pakistan Navy. So now there is a Chinese research ship going to Malay at a time of tension between New Delhi and Malay. That's a cause of concern. Well, joining us now, Admiral Arun Prakash, the former Navy chief, one of the finest minds uh, that the Indian Navy has produced. Thanks very much, sir, for being with us. The Maldivian statement, which has just come out, Admiral, is curious. They say that, you know, they are a friendly nation. There's nothing untoward in this. But in fact, it is rather deliberate. And the timing, I would suggest, sir, no coincidence. Would you agree? Well, I don't know about the timing because uh, Maldives from the nearest Chinese port is about seven or 8,000 kilometers. So this ship must have set sail quite a few days. Ago. So I don't know about the timing. But I think it's time for us to acknowledge and realize that China has very deep, um, profound interest in the Indian Ocean, in all the oceans, but especially in the Indian Ocean, because its economy, industry, um, you know, it has strategic relevance here. Um, much of China's imports, exports, energy pass through the Indian Ocean, and therefore China has to ensure that they are safe, the sea lanes of communication remain safe. So we must accept the fact that we will, the Chinese Navy is going to fetch up here and uh, in increasing strength in the days to come. What we see right now is the precursor. They are what we call shaping the environment. I mean, before anything happens at, at sea, you send out your research ships, your hydrographic ships, collect data, collect information, so that when your operational units are deployed, especially submarines, then they are adequately prepared. So I think we need to be, uh, we need to accept the fact that more and more Chinese what you call spy ships, their hydrographic ships, research ships, so on. We are going to see more and more of them. Admiral, and, uh, uh, they have many a of our sorry, yes, sir, many of ahead. our smaller neighbors do not have the choice 
of declining a Chinese request that to, for a ship to put into their port. Admiral, they have a presence already in Hambantota, in Djibouti, and in Karachi as well. Uh, so in a sense that they're already fairly well placed in terms of where they can locate their military assets, their naval assets in the Indian Ocean, right? Well, strictly speaking, they only have a presence in Djibouti, which is a base which they own. Uh, Hambantota, Karachi, uh, any other port is a courtesy call. And, you know, by the laws of the sea, any ship can request to put, put into any port and ask for fuel, water, food, etc. And by and large, it is not declined. Now, I noticed Sri Lanka has declined, perhaps under pressure from India, but that's something that we can discuss. Admiral, is there anything stopping the Chinese, given the pace of their naval construction over the last decade, from deploying a carrier battle group in the Indian Ocean? Um, at this moment, their carriers are relatively new. They are being worked up. But I, I presume that their major preoccupation at this point of time is Taiwan. And once the Taiwan issue is settled one way or the other, then they will be able to, uh, you know, send in a permanent force into the Indian Ocean. And I suspect there will be an Indian Ocean squadron led by a carrier or, or maybe other destroyers or so on, which will be more or less permanent or semi-permanently present in the Indian Ocean. It makes sense because their sea lanes uh, are a need protection. And the Chinese Navy is one of their major tasks is to uh, so afford protection to their shipping and to their maritime Silk Road and CPEC and so on. So we will see the Chinese Navy uh, in the years ahead and we need to be prepared for that. Admiral Prakash, you know, we are a peninsular nation. We've got island territories. But people in our country, in a sense, never think about the oceans. How is it time to start thinking, changing that altogether? Because the maritime threat isn't just Pakistan and Pakistan alone. It's evolving, not just China, what we are seeing of the coast of Yemen as well. This is a domain which is critical. It's critical for our economic growth and in terms of our presence in the Indian Ocean. So when I said that the, uh, the Indian Ocean is critical for China, it is equally, if no, not more critical for India because we may be a peninsular nation, but given our strategic uh, you know, uh, location, we are almost like an island and almost 40% of India's GDP comes from foreign trade. So that, that's a significant uh, figure. So we need to, um, you know, become alive to the fact that we are dependent on the oceans around us. Now, China re realized this about two and a half decades ago. They took a determination to become not just a maritime nation, but a great maritime power. And they've gone about it very methodically. They've created the world's largest navy numerically. The world's biggest shipping fleet belongs to China, 5,000 ships. The shipbuilding industry, the fishing fleet, the Coast Guard, all of them are the largest in the world. So they are truly a maritime, a great maritime power. Now we've unfortunately been neglectful, uh, apart from the Indian Navy, which which is you know a competent and a fairly um, useful force. We've neglected all the other aspects of, of of maritime power, and I think it's time we woke up and addressed every aspect of maritime power, whether it is shipbuilding, whether it is the merchant navy, whether it's uh, fishing fleet, undersea exploration, etc. And China has got 64 of these research ships, what you term spy ships. They are research ships. But as I said, they are preparing the ground for naval deployments, uh, which lie in the very near future ahead. All right, Admiral Prakash, thank you very much for speaking to us and sharing you know, your concerns and observations on this emerging trend or pattern that we see all around us in the Indian Ocean. Thank you very much.